Welcome everybody to the Art of Relationship show. Going to be talking about, you know, what do you want, or maybe I should be asking you, what do you want in a relationship and also in your own current relationship or marriage? Let's face it. What do you want? What do you want differently? What do you want to be improved? But also, what the hell maybe do you want to cease or cut down a little bit? We'll be talking about this right after this. And as always, join the chat down below. Be right back. Don't go nowhere. Okay, first of all, how many people are fighting allergies and migraines all at once at one time? Here we go, right here, right? <laughs> uh, it was a rough night last night. But anyways, let's talk about, you know, what do you really want? Do you have a specific aspect? Hey, Patrick, appreciate you. As always, then, Patrick, join in the chat below, ask your questions, comments. I love to hear your feedback. And answer as many questions as I can, okay? Going to be talking about more specifically, what do you want in a relationship? Everybody asks this questions, right? But I want to get more specific and maybe more about the context. And I'm going to make a show, a special episode just around context of relationships, of sex, context of situations, because everything changes. Everybody, you know, why Why does this person, you know, this time she's turned on or he's turned on when I do this, next time he's not. We're going to talk about this on another episode, but for now, we're going to be talking about, you know, what is it that you really want that you find important in a relationship, and we can break down all type of categories, and we talked about this um you know, before, but I want to go more in depth and more specifically about what is important to you in a relationship. I can't determine that. Nobody can determine that. Not other professionals like I am in, uh, you know, mental health and relationship uh, sex therapy realm, but no relative can tell you, dictate that to you. No culture, no religion, nobody, no friends can tell you, right? We can give you insights and advice what you know what let's face it it's a given no one should uh put up with someone physically abusing you a little spanky spanky that might be fun and wanted but you know no one should put up with getting cheated on getting abused those are givens right but specifically do you go after we're going to talk about partner characteristics first off (coughs) excuse me um what you know, partner characteristics are huge for you. Do you want someone that's fun-loving, that's, you know, easygoing? Or do you want someone that's a type A personality that, you know, is a take charge, want to do everything? That turns some people on. Some people, it turns them off, right? Because that type A might be borderline on OCD tendencies or narcissistic attitudes where they can't think outside of their own, you know, blinders that they have on. So, you know, when you look at the type of person that you're looking for, what are you looking for as far as your characteristics, right? Do you want someone that's going to have your back all the time, that's going to be emotionally supportive for you? But what also about the personality characteristics? They're there, you can depend on you, they're a great partner, 
provider. They, you know, you help each other clean the house, take care of business, that type you know, great parents. However, what if that partner has everything there, right? But they're not compassionate. They're not empathic. Are you okay with that? And are you able to look at those elements and you know what? These are great, but yeah, I can sort of, you know, get away from or do, you know, do without compassion and empathy. And I'm like, whoa, that's going to come back and bite you in the booty. And this comes back for both men and women. You know, they usually want someone that is compassionate, that cares about what they're going through. How important is that of you, right? And we look at when we talk about trust as well, right? Part of a partner characteristic. And this comes back with, you know, emotional trust, definitely physical trust, sexual trust, perhaps whatever your realm is, right? And there's all different type of lifestyles out there as long as it's consensual, right? So when you come to the realm of trusting and what you're looking for in a partner, do you want someone, like I said, you know, a minute ago, that someone has your back, that you can count on them, that they're going to be for you, not only, you know, be there for you physically, but they're going to be there for you emotionally. And you have to be more specific what that means, okay? You know, it doesn't mean about, you know, wanting a hug, allowing you to cry, or somebody that just, oh my God, just suck it up. Why are you crying all the time? You know what? That might work for some people. Some people it might not work for. Someone that maybe wants to hold your hand through situations where some people you might need a kick in the pants. So, you know, even though you might not like certain situations, no one wants to be called out on our crap, right? On stuff we do wrong or that might be disrespectful or that might be rude and it might not be our intent. How many people like to be called out on their stuff? You know what? I actually want to because I want to I want to grow, I want to improve, I want to become better at a professional, as a person, as a dad, as a partner, and whatever, right? So when it comes to trust aspects, it's very, very crucial. And not only when you look at trust aspects, when you come to everyone jumps right down to it as far as cheating, right? Now, can I trust that I can tell you what I really feel and you're not going to go ballistic? You're not going to get upset. You're not going to go haywire on these situations, and you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get mad at me, yell at me, scream at me, call me names because of how I feel or what I think. And it's not, I'm not coming at you. I'm coming to you. And it's not about being uh, disrespectful. I don't feel loved. I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like I turn you on. Whatever the issue is, it comes down to where the, oh yeah, screw you, forget that. And it, it, right there, you know what? That kills trust. That's a great example, right? And how many people, when you get naked, men, women, whatever, with your partner, and you're looking for a woohoo, oh baby, yeah, shaky, you're hot, you're sexy, oh my God, I just love that body, right? Uh, you know, guys might want to hear, I love that salami stick, you know, whatever works for you. <clears throat> and if you get naked in front of them and your partner's like, eh, whatever. There's no reaction, right? They're like, no big deal. They're not, you know, eyeing you all up and down like they desire and want to crave you, what? Right? Want to just devour you sexually, that they love your body. 
um, that's going to kill trust, right? Chances are it's going to make you feel like, man, I can't even get naked, which is very difficult for me in front of my partner. I can't get naked in front of them because they're like, no big deal, or they feel like they're turned off. That's a trust aspect, right? And that's going to catapult into other areas. I mean, I can't trust that you like me. I can't trust that you're going to be amazed at me, that you're going to, you know, actually like what you see. And I'm not about people being fake or anything, but when you turn into partner characteristics, what is their reaction when you're naked? When do you, how do you want them to respond to you um, when they see you naked or in a certain, you know, clothes, maybe, you know, women love to wear their man's t-shirts once in a while, right? And you're like, damn, you wear that a lot better than I do, babe. You look so hot and sexy in that. Would you want to hear that? And would you trust that your partner is being authentic and genuine? So when it comes to trust aspects with a partnership or partner characteristics, what does trust mean to you? And everybody goes right jump down to the cheating aspect, right? But what other trust aspects are you looking for in a partner that they can be honest with you they can be legit with you they can be real they can be transparent with you not only that does your partner trust that you can handle those things that your partner trusts that you can talk about anything or you shut someone down another trust aspect is about you know trust characteristics is it important that you can talk about anything Hey, you know what? I'd like to try this sexually. Oh my God, that's stupid. Why would you want to do that? You just learned that you can't trust your partner, right? They're, let's face it, they're bashing you. They're being critical. They think what you, they're judging you. Let's face it, right? And how many people when you come to, you know what? I'd love our sex life to be, oh, you're saying it's not great. You're saying I'm not this, I'm that, I'm lame, I'm no good. I'm, you know what? I just learn that I can't trust even having a gentle conversation with you. And when that trust aspect kicks in, right, I can't trust talking about this situation. Now, if that is not a big deal to you or to your partner, it's fine. But if it's a huge deal in looking at evolving and improving that area of your life, and let's face it, not just sex, but finances, parenting, What about dealing with the in-laws or outlaws, those type of aspects? Any situation that your partner shuts down or maybe you shut down, um, that kills trust. And therefore, if I can't talk to you about this, and it might not be right, right? It might not be accurate. I can't, but it's going to lead into maybe I can't talk to them about this subject you know what, I might not be able to talk about this subject because of how they reacted, how they responded. So I don't trust I can talk to my partner about anything, right? In those situations, me personally, I'm not going to be there. I I don't want to be there or it's going to just be a matter of time where that's going to end. Let's be honest, okay? So is that important to you that you can talk about anything. Maybe you can, but your partner can't. And then you have to look at, is there compatibility aspects when it's around emotional trust in those elements, okay? Maybe another characteristic you're looking for, maybe one person is a homebody, the other one wants to travel, go out, night on the town, right? What other aspects of a personality 
you know, characteristics are you looking for as far as what do you want? Do you want someone that's chill? Do you want someone that's, you know, energy, high strung, all the time? Or do you want someone that can relax? Maybe you're a person that can't relax. You can't sit down for two minutes. You sit down for two minutes and it seems like two hours and you're like just going, oh my God, I got to do something. I got to do something. I'm not bashing, right? Not at all. It's looking at that situation about what is good for you, okay? What about um, character, a pet lover, right? I love animals, right? How many people, I, I got friends, they hate animals. I know people, they hate animals. They hate them with a passion, right? And they'll never have a pet, whatever. That's them. Doesn't make them a bad person, right? They're not cruel to animals. They just don't want them around. So is that important to you or is that, you know what, I can live without this, that type of situation. What other, you know, when you talk about what do you want in a partner when it comes to personality characteristics, do you want someone that's, you know, nice to people, that's nice to wait staff, that's respectful, and that's not always rude and treats people like they're so beneath them because they're a wait staff. Oh, they're not as important or worthy as me, so they treat them like crap and they're rude and they're disrespectful. I'm not going to be around people like that. I'll be honest with you, okay? But that's me. I'm not picking this out for you, okay? Maybe you want someone that um, loves kids, wants kids, or somebody that doesn't want kids. And you're looking at, you know what, that you're, oh, they're going to change their mind if they really love me. And maybe they're thinking, let's be honest, that maybe if you really loved him or her, you're going to change your mind and you're going to want kids, you need to look at these situations and not look at potential. And I did a show a couple months back specifically on the trouble and the danger of potential in relationships and the potential in other people, okay? You have to take people for how they are. And if they want to evolve and grow, you need to ask them, not assume that they're going to want to be where you want them to be, okay? Take them for how they are and go from there. So maybe you want somebody, you know what, I don't want to change somebody. How many people have I heard, you know, over the years, two decades, I've been doing this and looking, you know what, I don't want to change anyone, Greg, but I'd love it for this. I'd love this. I'd love, you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a contradiction, right? Do you want to also with personality personality characteristics that they're going to follow through with what they say they're going to do? That's part of trust, right? Um, and, you know, it, it's huge. Trust is huge on those aspects. So do you want someone, are you okay with someone that already has kids but doesn't want any more kids? These are going to be, you know, definitely important aspects when you're looking for somebody. Or if you're in a relationship or marriage, let's face it, in Austin, you talked about you wanted three kids and you have two kids and you're looking at wanting another kid. And the other one is saying, well, put on the brakes. Whoa, stop, 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 stop. I don't want any more kids. Well, I changed my mind. Now what do you do? Is that a situation that it's so crucial and important for you to have those three kids that you wanted? Or is it a situation to where, you know what, I can be happy with the two kids I have? And now, well, you promised. You knew I wanted three kids. People change, people evolve and grow, and you look at that, are you going to hold somebody hostage for what somebody wanted 10 years ago, and don't assume that they're going to change 
or, you know, that they're maybe they want five kids instead of three. Whoa, I only wanted three. You know, it can go either way. But it's looking at these situations about do you want someone that is flexible, that can work together, or do you want someone that, like I said, that type A that is very rigid, very black and white and thinking, and this is the way I want my life and it's going to be, and any any deterrent from that, any detour from that, you know, situation from my game plan, how I want my life, they're so rigid in it, you know what, they're not going to go away from it. So do you want someone that has a characteristic that looks like that, that can't be flexible or ebb and flow and look at, like I said earlier, the context of a situation or relationship and you know what, this is how it is no matter what happens, no matter what our situation is, this is what I want. Okay, um, well, maybe you need to find somebody that is okay with that, that wants that same thing. Um, another personality characteristic you need to look at, or I'm saying you need to look at, I want you to look at, there we go, um, is to look at how you handle conflict, okay? This is crucial. Everybody knows, you've heard me say it over and over again, when everybody, you know, the relationship, marriage is great, relationships are great, and, you know, flowing great, everything, oh, when we're great, Greg, everything's terrific, it's magical, it's it's just short of perfect, no one is going to be in my office in that state, let's be honest, nobody is going to reach out to me on, you know, social media, and ask me for help, or insights, when things are going perfect, let's be honest, right, when things are good, no, hell no, I know that, right, People are only going to reach out to me when there's a challenge, when there's a problem, when their heart is broken, when somebody cheated, when somebody, they're arguing all the time. So this is crucial about looking at how do you want to handle conflict in a relationship? Again, not a right or wrong, okay? (laughs) It's looking at, um, do you want someone that can talk about anything? Like I mentioned with trust, right? Do you want someone that can talk about problems or what happens is somebody you just want, you don't want to talk about problems. And you're assuming they're just going to go poof, evaporate, everything's going to be better. <laughs> and you don't want to talk about them. Or you just talk about them. You know, I felt disrespected by this and there's no conversation. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to shut down and I'm going to just peace out. Okay. And you're like, what, what? We can't even talk about it? You're like lost. So how you handle conflict is crucial. And what do you want in a partner that can, you know, that you talk about issues, you talk about challenges. If you don't feel loved, you don't feel respected, you don't feel desired, you know, you don't feel like you're a priority important, do you want someone that you can come to and talk about these situations and that actually, right, can be calm about it, that you can have a emotionally mature adult conversation? That doesn't mean it's easy, but can you have those situations to be able to look at You know what? I want someone that can handle conflict, that we're partners, that we're a team, and we're not adversaries, right? I want us to work together on situations. I don't want to feel like I'm always working against my partner. I don't want my partner to feel like they're always working against me. I want us to work as a team and talk calmly. Nothing's perfect, right? But most of the time. So you want to look at those type of situations, how do you handle conflict in a relationship? Because that's going to matter. That's going to what's pull you through those 
tough times and those personality characteristics about what you're looking for and what do you really want in a relationship. We all know, right? I haven't talked about physically, right? We all know that's a given. You know, physically, we want someone that's short, bald, blue eyes like me. No, I'm I'm joking, right? Maybe not. (laughs) But you look at, you know, do you want someone that has a sense of humor? Uh, Someone that loves joking around, but they joke around too much. Maybe you're more into a personality where they're more serious. They're more, you know, stoic. And that makes you feel comfortable and safe and feel like you're at home with someone that's a lot more stoic that doesn't joke around that's not playful again it's not a right or wrong you're looking at these what do you want in a relationship and what do you want changed in your relationship or in your marriage right because how things are in your marriage they could be great woohoo terrific I, I love hearing that or there might be things these are certain things that you want maybe changed or evolved in your relationship, okay? What about, you know, someone about eating and drinking habits, about smoking habits, right? Maybe you're one that loves smoking a little fatty now and then pot, right? And you want someone that's okay with it or you want someone to smoke with you or drink with you, have a drink or two, a glass of wine with you. Eating habits, maybe you used to eat meat and potatoes and now you turn it into a vegetarian or vegan, not a right or wrong, and now you expect your partner to go along with that and to change with you. And your partner's like, what? I've always been like this. I don't want to do this. And it creates a conflict in you know, a lifestyle change in the relationship. And some people are okay with that. Some people are so adamant about certain changes and evolving in certain lifestyles in their life and they expect the other one to change and they don't want to and it can create a huge issue so this is about you know what deal breakers are you okay with what are deal breakers you're not okay with I should say deal breakers you should never be okay with, right? My bad. (laughs) So looking at you know what things do they change and grow over the lifespan and throughout your marriage, throughout your relationship, that, you know what, if this changes, terrific, I can handle that. If not, some people, right, and I work with all kind of different people, that if they have a reduction in income, money coming into the household, you know what, I'm looking for somebody else. And I'm like, man, that's cold. But I told him, I told her, this is what I expect. And I want to live this lifestyle. And I'm not going to go from this 5,000 square foot house to a 1,200 square foot house. I'm like, what? That's sort of cold, right? But again, is that a right or wrong? Are you okay? Yep, I understand it. That's what she wanted. That's what he wanted, Greg. These are situations about looking at, about the partner characteristics that you're looking for and you know, going after those situations, right? You know, what about conversation? Maybe somebody doesn't like to converse. They don't like to talk too much, right? They're quiet. Withdrawn, nothing wrong with that. And you have someone that likes to have deep conversations. Me, deep conversations. They like to talk about anything or just about anything. Me, I have my moments. I'm tired. I don't want to talk, right? We all do. But over overall, You know, are you looking for someone that is able to talk or you want someone that's quiet and doesn't like to talk that much at all? 
and you're thinking, oh, I can be okay with someone that doesn't talk that much, or I can be okay with someone that loves to talk all the time. And all of a sudden, you realize, oh, my God, <laughs> it drives me crazy. I can't handle that situation, okay? And again, it's not going after that right or wrong. It's looking at what you can tolerate, and you got to assume if that person does not change, what are you going to be? Is it going to be good enough for you? So you need to be specific about what you want. Write them down. Text yourself, right? Email yourself. You know, jot it down on your computer, text yourself, whatever, on your phone about what you look for and what are criteria that are important to you. And, you know, look at flexibility, okay? We all know, I've said this many times, you know what, we can be have everybody have a list of what our needs are but if that chemistry is not there chances are it's not going to go anywhere that attraction whatever that means to anybody right most people want to be some with someone they're attracted to emotionally physically right maybe chemistry is not that important to you i'm not saying it shouldn't be or should be not at all right it's your life not mine Maybe that isn't important to you, but for, you know, maybe some other people, chemistry is important. You know that vibe you feel. You look at each other and you just feel the passion. You feel the love for each other and, right, and maybe you expect that that passion and that love and that fire is going to be there 24-7 for the rest of your life for 40, 50, 60 years together. That's unrealistic. I would love that. Believe me, <laughs> I'd love that. And I try to get that for everybody, but I'm also realistic, right? We go through ebbs and flows. We go through um, heartaches, maybe, you know, losing loved ones, uh, health issues, you know, job changes, economy changes, right? So it's very difficult. It's unrealistic to have it 24-7, but is that passion, is that energy, that love for each other, that vibe there for each other more times than it's not. And you have to look at what's important for you. Again, sexual appetite. You've heard me talking about, I've had, you know, separate episodes, a lot of episodes about what do you want sexually and, you know, that type of aspect. Do you, what type of sex do you want? What does connected sex mean to you? What does playful, fun sex look for you? And again, it's not a right or wrong. Maybe you want someone that explores sex and you're with somebody that just wants missionary or, you know, their partner on top all the time, right? And they're okay with that. That's all they want. They want everything to be, you know, just that way. Again, not a right or wrong, but you need to be more exploratory. What's good for you? What What do you want to try? What don't you want to try? Um, are you shy around sex and you're around someone that wants to pull you away from that shyness or you want someone that's shy too or someone that isn't shy around sex and you're and they want someone that isn't shy around sex and they're assuming you're going to change and you don't. So these are all areas I want you to look at. And again, it's not a right or wrong. Okay, so make sure you check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, everybody, and you can check the Art of Relationships show live right here on Facebook, YouTube. The audio version's all over the place. iHeartRadio, you name it. iTunes, Spotify, it's all over for your enjoyment, okay? And I appreciate everybody tuning in. Everybody take care. The Art of Relationships show live every Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern time. Take care. 